Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Grace Bits with Q, where we celebrate bits of God's grace in an ocean of God's goodness. This is our second episode, and I'm really thankful for all those who are still listening and who have encouraged and supported me from the pilot episode. And again, this is Q. I am a part-time college instructor, but a full-time Christian. And the desire for this podcast is really just to celebrate all the manifold facets of God's grace. And of course, we know that grace is the unmerited, undeserved favor of a holy God towards sinners, sinful men and women like you and me. It's really, as they say, God's riches at Christ's expense. We are recipients of grace. We receive grace because Jesus died for us. And he is the sufficient and perfect sacrifice for our sins. And he rose again on the third day to prove that he is indeed God and he is indeed the savior of the world. So, yeah. Wow. Amazing right? The gospel never grows old. It's really good news and it's timeless. And if you're listening tonight and you're not really certain about your relationship with the Lord, am I really God's enemy? Is is he against me or is he for me? Then tonight you can you can turn from your sin and come to Jesus and believe in him alone trust in him alone for salvation if you'd like to know how to do that you can send me a message or comment below i can reach out to you and perhaps connect you also with people who can help you grow in the lord and if you have any questions feel free to to message me in this page right so tonight we're going to be talking about god's grace in anxiety and depression this is a really important topic because I know that during the quarantine, we've all experienced forms of like anxiety, and many of us have gone really, really low with like the job insecurity. And even if, if you're a student, then you must be struggling with, with the transition from like normal school to online learning or blended learning. And your teachers are like me are also probably struggling a lot i'm a i'm a college teacher i i know the struggle i must have cried before class more times than my 10 fingers could count and it's really god's grace that i'm able to continue teaching during this time so i know that my students are also struggling a lot i've i've been privileged to listen to many of their struggles so it's not an easy time not not for parents not for children not for those who are working not even for those who are seniors you know and they they're probably alone at home i have a i have a grandmother who who recently um, has to spend a lot of time alone and we're trying to find someone who can accompany her apart from me i take trips to visit her but you know loneliness is a very very real um, struggle for a lot of people during this time so if if you're lonely, if you need a friend, if you're struggling, I hope you know that you're not alone. And if you need help, please, you can message me. Um, we will keep it confidential and we'll do our best to find someone who can help you. Anyway, this is 
quite a long episode tonight. I will be sharing about my own experience with anxiety and depression. I would, li- I would like to note though that when we talk about anxiety and depression, we're, we're really coming in at a general but extreme angle. So we understand that anxiety and depression can be clinical. These are, these are now, for the most part, clinical terms. But there are a lot of people who don't have a clinical diagnosis but struggle with extreme lows and extreme highs in terms of anxiety. So if your emotions are uncontrollable or you have like mood swings that you don't understand or if you get to a really low point and your head is just filled with, with things that are unhelpful or toxic and, and just sometimes you know you can feel really numb and you have no no motivation no you know you just don't feel anything you don't feel like you want to do anything at all so i want you to know that you're not alone i know what it's like and there are other people that i've talked to who know what it's like so tonight i hope that this will help you i will be sharing my personal testimony my personal story of anxiety and depression and this long journey and i want you to know that i still face battles even on a daily basis at times but god's grace really is sufficient god's grace really is sufficient i hope that you can come away with that tonight as you listen to my story and if you have your own story to tell let me know or comment down below thank you so much Hi everyone, my name is Beloved, I'm 25 years old, and I currently work as a college instructor. I lived a comfortable life. I had parents who were amazing providers and they did everything they can to give me everything I could possibly need and want. But I longed for one thing, and that was an intimate and secure relationship with my parents. They were always away, and so I was left at home with my yaya, or with my books and I had a really lonely childhood and I, and because of that loneliness I tried to look for love and significance and security outside of my family I tried to look for it in my friends but I ended up getting bullied because I was fat and I felt un- unlovable and ugly and then I tried to look for it in romantic relationships and that ended in heartbreak and I even ended up developing eating disorders and hating my body even more and then I tried to look for it in my academic achievements I excelled in my classes and I represented my school in different parts of the country and I even represented the country in different parts of the world that was how much I excelled back then but I remember that at the end of the day I would still end up feeling empty and longing for more and then I tried to look for it in in pageantry, I became a beauty queen, and I also became an activist. I marched for causes from feminism to environmentalism to gay rights and all the other isms you could think of. But I was coming from a place of, of hatred and bitterness, and that did not satisfy me. I ended up even more hopeless and even more in despair. The lowest point of my life was in 2014, when 
a single college requirement made me break down. I couldn't function properly. And in order to cope, I would sleep or cry for weeks and weeks on end. And it was horrible. And I remember the, the worst coping mechanism I had was pornography. I ran to pornography to give me a temporary relief from the dread and the emptiness that I was feeling, the numbness. And that was just a really dark time. I stopped school, I was in college at the time, and I tried to go to different psychiatrists, psychotherapists, psychologists, and all the kinds of specialists, and no one could find a cure. <laughs> I, I had medication, and I had a diagnosis, but it felt like I was trapped forever. And I just remembered, I felt like I was on the edge of a burning building and I didn't want to jump, but I couldn't go back in. <laughs> and all that hopelessness made me suicidal. Uh, and then one day, one day I, I, was in, I ended up in a hospital clinic. And there was a doctor and a nurse who cared enough to ask what happened. And I began to talk and they began to listen. And for one one hour or two hours I just talked and talked and poured my heart out and they just listened and I remember for the first time in a long time someone really listened to me and I felt loved and after they listened to me they diagnosed my heart they said you know we think that you are putting your worth in the things and the people of this world and they've all failed you there is a void in your heart that only God can fill and when I heard the word God, <laughs> at that time I was an agnostic, I didn't believe in God. But then they, they proceeded to tell me the greatest story ever told. They said, there is a God, and He is holy, and He gave His only Son to become a man, and to die at the cross of Calvary, and to be buried for three days, and to rise again on the third day, so that He can save, rescue, ransom sinners from hell and eternal destruction. This God, this Savior, is Jesus, and He wants to bring you out of darkness and into His marvelous light, if you let Him. And I remember that was the first time I ever acknowledged God, and I ever acknowledged Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That was January 7, 2016. And that was the beginning of my journey with the Lord. I can't explain what happened. I just, I just remember feeling this extreme sense of peace and I know it was the Holy Spirit that opened my eyes to see the beauty of Christ. After that, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't an easy ride. It was still very difficult. I struggle, I fight for joy, and the Lord sent me disciples. The Lord sent me Christians who taught me how to read the Bible. This book kept me alive, keeps me alive until today. Oh my goodness, I could just tell you how much this Bible has kept me alive. And they taught me how to pray, how to commune with God, how to abide in Christ, and how to let the Holy Spirit take control of my life. Especially when I would have mood swings, or I would have um, depressive episodes, or panic attacks. Until today, I still struggle with those. But I have learned, I remember having a conversation with a pastor who also struggled with anxiety, or struggles with anxiety. And, and people would ask him, Pastor, are you healed now? And uh, 
I remember his answer. I love his answer. He said, you know what? Maybe it's not about healing. It's about dependence. And as I was meditating on that, I realized, yeah, yeah, you know what? Maybe it's not about healing. Maybe I will struggle for the rest of my life. But what God is teaching me is that I cannot trust in myself. <laughs> I can only trust in Him. I can only depend on the Holy Spirit. I have such a strong will that I want to control things. That's why I get anxious. That's why I get depressed because I focus on myself. But if I just learn to surrender everything to the Lord, day by day, step by step, it's not easy. It's a journey. And if I just learn to trust Him with all my heart, not to rely on my own understanding, and to acknowledge Him in everything that I do, that he promises to direct my paths every step of the way, one step at a time. That's Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. And yeah, um, I'm still on that journey and I'm very grateful that I'm here. Uh, God has led me to, to minister to people who struggle in the same way. Um, I've met so many young women like myself who struggle with depression and anxiety and, and other mental struggles. And emotional struggles and I'm just grateful that I can use my story of brokenness to take care of them as a college instructor my experience as a struggler in college was is a very valuable thing that helps me become more patient and more loving towards my students and and I realized that oh Lord you've now given me a purpose you know and that purpose is is to love you above all to love you with all my heart mind soul strength and to love others as you have loved me so that they can experience the love that you've given me. So thank you so much for listening and, and God bless you. If you're struggling right now, come to Jesus. He will not fail you and He will love you until the end. Thank you. God bless you.